Reporting from the McKeesport Community Newsroom. I'm Isaiah Johnson, and I'm a freshman at McKeesport High School. My name is Dorcas, and I go is McKeesport High School. My name is Donnell Champagne. I go to Propel East, and I'm in eighth grade. I'm Colette Funches, and I'm a member of Tube City Riders in McKeesport. My name is Cheyenne Brown, and I'm a sophomore at West Mifflin High School. I'm Vic Evans, and I'm in McKeesport High School, and I'm in ninth grade. My name is Jack Nakora, and I'm a senior at McKeesport Area High School. Just go ahead and close your eyes and just kind of envision what I'm saying here. You, you pull up to a house on fire, and uh, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and uh, there's smoke pouring out of the house, there's flames pouring out of the house. Everybody's running out, but you're the guy running in. So you go immediately into a darkness that you can't see anything and you're feeling your way through a house and you know somebody's possibly in there and your job's to get them out of there. That was the scene Ron Bazzani Jr. felt in his blood. He talked with us about experiences when responding to 911 calls and how he saved the childhood friend's life. Ron misses the thrill and rush of fighting fires, but he started his own business to serve the men and women who save lives in McKeesport. Ron founded Flashover Fire Apparatus and Equipment, a small business that sells everything from helmets to coats to gloves and even fire trucks. Ron, a veteran of 41 years, told us his story. So first, you know, first off, I, again, I live over across the river in Gervosburg, so... Um, you, you know, I mean, this is your home area, you know, so what, what you need to understand, so like I'm not a professional firefighter, um, but around here, you guys are familiar with the city of McKeesport Fire Department, which that's a career staff station, and a lot of those guys have been there for a long time, and they do a very good job at protecting the residents of the city of McKeesport, and also outlying areas uh, that they go to, and they, they assist fire departments. But when you get outside of McKeesport, what you have is a bunch of volunteer fire departments around here. So, so a bad outcome, in my mind, and one that probably still affects me to this day to some sorts, is uh, a friend of mine was out in a car in a gravel parking lot doing donuts. And they, there was a hillside that went down on the railroad tracks. And as they were doing their, their donuts, they kept sliding across the parking lot. The car rolled over the hill rolled down into a ditch on the railroad tracks. So we, we get there and, uh, you know, we're, we're trained to medically help. We're trained to try to mitigate the incident as far as maybe gas leaking from the vehicle. And uh, I crawl in this car not knowing who it is, and it's a good friend of mine that lived by me. And this kid's uh, upside down, contorted in such a way that he can't breathe. And you could see his face is turning blue and his lips are turning blue. So you you're, you know you you have you have you have one decision to make and it's how are you going to make this guy breathe again? So you reposition him, get his airway opened up, and he starts breathing. You get him out of the car, take him to the hospital, and then he's a paraplegic. So spent his life, rest of his life in a wheelchair. Uh, he's no longer with us, but in my mind, a bad situation. But when I saw him, he always thanked me for giving them an opportunity to live. Emergency services, there's a lot of losing days. 
So, you know, but there's also a lot of good days. Um, so if you, if you take a situation that's a bad day for somebody and you reverse the course of it and you, you, you have a good outcome, it's a pretty rewarding feeling. Um, what I'll tell you, probably one of the, one of the best feelings that I've ever had was an, an older uh, woman in our community had a heart attack, was in cardiac arrest, and we actually came and got her heart reestablished, and she lived probably another 10 years. So the satisfaction of that is to see her walking down the street, and she gives you a little wave. To answer your question, do, do I miss it? Absolutely. Uh, there's, a, there's a thrill. There's a rush. Uh, and again, you know, your, your commitment to try to help your community, uh, those are all things that play into it. But yeah, you do miss it. It's a little tough when you're sitting here in the office and you hear the fire trucks running up and down the road. And uh, you knew that you used to do that. You know, this is in your blood. It gets in your blood. Once it's in your blood, it's always in your blood. J.R. Baker was born to be a fireman. Following his father's footsteps for the last 25 years has taught him how to answer a variety of 911 calls with empathy, compassion, and purpose. Mine was actually uh, through my uh, father who, um, he joined the fire service in 1977 and I was born in 1978, so I grew up in it and that, that's why I do it. 25 years. Yeah, oh, yeah. Seen, seen all kind of, of stuff. Good stuff, bad story? stuff. Uh, well, we usually don't share any bad stories of stuff we see and deal with. Um, but um, it, it, it's hard to say. Uh, it's not really something that we, uh, we talk a lot about because uh, mentally it affects, you know, us as firefighters. And it affects, you know, the people that we talk to about stuff like that. I mean, me personally, I don't think that. I think just our field and our profession in general uh, impacts society. Um, we're always willing to help. We, we, we do whatever we're called upon to do. Um, whenever uh, an individual calls 911 and the, the 911 dispatchers don't know who to send, they send the fire department. No matter what you call for, um, you know, unless it's an obvious police matter, um, when they don't know who to send, they send the fire department. So we're kind of, in the overall picture, we're a jack of all trades. Well, here we, we have obviously, we have all the equipment that puts out fires and we also carry rescue equipment. Um, that would cut people out of vehicles and stuff like that. Yes, I would say over my 25 years, I've probably done everything possible. Anytime in, in the city of McKeesport here, anytime we have a, a large fire, it normally goes to a second alarm, and that will bring all our, our off-duty staff back in as well as neighboring fire departments. If you love something, you'll never work a day in your life. Captain Jim Shields is the perfect embodiment of this. For the only thing he loves more than his job is the people he works with. For 22 years, no day has been the same. Now, as captain of the ship, he feels he is fortunate to help others and is making the community safer. I started volunteering when I was 21 years old. Did the volunteer fire department, did uh, EMS back in my hometown, West Mifflin, across the river there. Ended up being my calling. The thing about being a firefighter is every day is different. You never know when that bell rings where you're going. You know you're going to something, but it changes every day, call to call. I think anybody that's done this for a while has calls they would rather forget. And we just try to forget them. And if we're not, we try to deal with them. 
Matt Yersta. I'm a Keysport firefighter at Station 190. Didn't expect to become one. 15 years ago, Matt was just a youth looking for fun. A couple of missteps might have changed his life. I had to do community service, and I did community service at a volunteer fire department, and that's how I got started. So I've been doing this for about 15 years. I was partying when I was younger and got caught. Yeah, well, I, we had to do community service at the fire station. So then we got to know the guys up there, and we ended up joining. I mean, it, it, it varies, but I had to go through, I think it's like 188 hours of training, and that's just the basic. I mean, you get into your different rescues and stuff like that. I couldn't tell you how many hours of training we have. It's just... There's a lot. I mean, we go to calls when we were called upon, ranging from fires to wrecks to floods to different rescues. It's nice to help people. You know, you're serving your community. Oh, it's just a sense of gratitude and help your fellow man. But yeah, I mean, there's always, there's always challenges because you never know what you're pulling up. Not all calls are the same. They're all different. Reporting from the McKeesport Community Newsroom. I'm Isaiah Johnson, and I'm a freshman at McKeesport High School. My name is Dorcas, and I go is McKeesport High School. My name is Donnell Champagne. I go to Propel East, and I'm in eighth grade. I'm Colette Funches, and I'm a member of Tube City Riders in McKeesport. My name is Cheyenne Brown, and I'm a sophomore at West Mifflin High School. I'm Vic Evans, and I'm in McKeesport High School, and I'm in ninth grade. My name is Jack Nakora, and I'm a senior at McKeesport Area High School.